You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. It's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I'm joined by John from the New, Bear, New Jersey thrash band Paralysis. I met you on the DRI tour in April where my mom uh, and I went to four of the shows. You guys were awesome live. Mind if I ask him stuff about you and your band? Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead, man. Yep. So what are you doing in Paralysis? So I'm the singer and rhythm guitar player. Nice. So when did Paralysis start and how old were you? Um, we started back, I would say I was in eighth grade, so I had to be like maybe 13 or 12. It was me and a bunch of friends and we were doing a bunch of cover stuff. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really what it is now, but over time we started writing originals, playing local shows and just building up over time. So it started back in, I would say 2012, 2013. Yep. Uh, me and my friends are starting like a thrash band. Um, we have one full instrumental. It's like three minutes. Uh, and we ha- it has some lyrics, and we have two other ones that we're working on. Oh, nice! Awesome. That's awesome. What's the band going to be called? Uh, Desecrator. Nice. That's a good one. Um. Nice. So I looked it up on like Spotify. There's like two bands, but the most like popular one only has like a thousand monthly listeners. So it's probably fine as long as they're not yeah, we're, huge. Yeah, though we we found that out much later in our our career of playing that there's another there was another paralysis back in the 90s. I think they're from New Orleans, but not active anymore. So. Hopefully that doesn't come and bite us in the ass one day. Yeah. But we'll see. How old were you when you went on your first tour? So I was just getting out of high school. I graduated high school, and that summer we were supposed to do a month-long cross-country tour, but we ended up breaking down in Florida, and it it only lasted about a week, and we had to turn around. So I was... I, I was 18 at the time, so yeah. that was our first tour. So you could drive, because uh, if you were, like, younger, I guess your parents would have to drive you. Yeah, or if there was someone older in the band, which at the time there were two people that were much older than me and Patrick, who were 17 and 18 at the time. The other two were 25, and... I think 28. So if you were 13, uh, they'd still be like 20. Yeah. They would be a little older than us at the, if we, if the years were reversed a little bit. Yeah. So where's your band from and does everyone still live there? So we're originally from a smaller town called Long Valley, New Jersey. Um, it was me and, three other kids I went to high school with. Um, And then as time went on, they all kind of went their own paths, found out what they want to do. They all kind of went to college or 
found careers that they wanted to do and I still wanted to continue to do this. So I kept pushing forward to find the right members. You know, you trial and error, you try to find the right people. And now we're at a point where we, it's me who lives still in kind of the area of Long Valley, New Jersey. Um, Our other guitar player lives five or 10 minutes away from me. And then the drummer, Steven, he lives in Nashville. He actually just relocated, uh, two, two or three weeks ago. So he just moved to Nashville and my bass player has always lived in Florida. He lives in Bradenton, Florida, which is like an hour South of Tampa. Yep. Uh, now you guys have people all over. That must be kind of crazy to tour. Yeah, so that's that's like part of the reason why we tour in the first place. We um we try to play a lot more locally, but unfortunately with the members member stuff all spread out, it really only makes sense for us to do things that are more worth it like a week run or two weeks or a month or however long a tour would last for. So that's kind of why we've always kind of done that the past six to seven years at this point now. So nice. Uh, so my favorite paralysis song is Mob Justice. Do you have a favorite paralysis song? Nice. Um, I don't know. I I love playing Oblivious because there's so many different moving parts to it. It's yep. very fast in the beginning, and then it leads to a big breakdown at the end, which I'm a big fan of. So that that I love playing. Um. We're actually in the process of writing a new album and we have like 10 skeletons of songs ready to go. Um, and there's one song on there that I'm, I'm liking a lot that our bass player Patrick wrote. So I'm, I'm super stoked to get those out and going and playing live. Yep. Um, also, thanks for recommending that uh, Boss uh, Loop Station pedal. Because I saved up money and bought it, and now I have a ton of meme sound effects on it. Nice, nice. You so you figured out how to get all the all the effects onto the pedal. Yeah. By uploading them. I'm just uh, and also annoy the heck out of my family. Yeah. Wow. No, that's. I mean, that's that's the that's that's the fun part about being a kid and and getting to do do funny stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I it's, it seems kind of complicated to loop it. Uh, I've been trying to figure it out. Um, I think I kind of got it. Um, but yeah, the sound nice. is really cool. Yeah, no. It at, at the end of the day, I think if you just hit the pedal, it just it'll go on a loop. It'll yeah. loop itself unless you have a long period of time after after the track is done. So basically, you want to put the wave file in where there's no break after it. So then it'll just loop itself. Yep. I mean, I, I have the like file, uh, like have like some space after it. So it doesn't just, Ooh, ooh like, ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just mean like, uh, looping my guitar playing. Cause you can use like that. Yeah, no, that's the other cool thing about that. So if you want to, yep. you want to try writing music, that's, that's a perfect way to write by yourself or, try to jam on something and you write a riff and then you try to write something over top of it. You just let it loop. Yep. Anyone uh, watching that plays guitar, you, uh, you should get the boss or 
RC3 loop station. It's really good. It uh, costs about $100 and it has like, has so many features. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a good pedal to have. Yep. Um, and on on that pedal, my, well, this is the RC1. This is before I had the RC3. But my mom heard like drums and guitar in the basement and she was confused because I was like down there alone. And then she, <laughs> she was like, what? There's no one there. And then she just like saw the pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, did you sneak somebody in? Like, how do you, how do you have that going? Yep. Wait, but you bought it for me. Like, how did you forget you we had it? I don't know what it does. <laughs> you just said by this. Oh, okay. So what was there the first punk hardcore metal show you attended? And how old were you? So this is actually... This is actually pretty good. Um, I had a neighbor, his name's Jim. He was like my, I guess you would call him an old head. The one that got me into all this music. He got me into thrash. He got me into hardcore and so on and so forth. And my first hardcore show was Chromags and DRI at the Starland Ballroom back in, I think it was 2012. So it's kind of, Yeah. So, uh, like I, for the podcast, when I told you, uh, that we saw Haybreed, um, that was mm-hmm. at Starland Ballroom. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great venue. I've, I've gone to a lot of shows there when I was a lot younger. Um, yep. and, and yeah, my, uh, my, my neighbor at the time, he, he would bring me to Starland all the time. And that was my first hardcore show. So. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was at that show last night, and my mom got a bloody nose for the last time, for the first time in probably Ooh. like fifteen years. Um, That's crazy. Because uh, that was during Terror, not Haybreed. Because Scott Vogel, Vogel, uh, invented the reverse stage dive because there was a barrier, so he had everyone crowd surf, and it was chaos. And That's like, awesome. it stop! It was just crowd surf after crowd. It was. I feel really bad for the security. Yeah, no, they probably had their hands full on that one. Yep. But... Uh, I had them pull me out because I went, uh, so I went like to the side because I was going to die. I only made like, I only made it like three cool. songs. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're both sitting here talking to me <laughs> tonight. Uh, but we went back for Hatebreed because uh, Hatebreed, like more people know Hatebreed, but it wasn't as like, not as crazy. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. And that's good. and Jesus Peace opened that one, right? Yeah, Jesus Peace. Nice. How are they? Um, I'm not too into them. It's kind of too heavy, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, I I get that. Yep. It's cool that they got to open for like Hatebreed and Terror and stuff. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a crazy opportunity. Yep. Uh and also Bane FM, they played um so they they were after Jesus Peace. Okay, how was Vane? Uh kinda same thing, uh a little too hectic for me. Uh mm-hmm. not really my style, but like we met the guys after and they're like super nice, so Nice. Yeah, they have a they have another band, basically all of them are in it, uh Fleshwater. Yeah, it's like more of a that, like rock band almost, right? Yeah, it's super good too. So nice. So, um, 
what are some of your favorite bands to listen to recorded and what are some what are some of your favorite bands to see live hmm so i love hardcore i usually try to go to hardcore shows all the time so um back when they were still doing stuff one of my favorite bands was power trip seeing them live it was it was a whole other experience for me um i love uh my dad loves them like a lot yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate with riley r.i.p but um yeah they were they were my uh they were my favorites um currently i like uh let let me think i i went to um they used to do a lot they used to do this a lot back before covid and they did the first one after covid this past winter time they do a shore style christmas it's like a hardcore like down the shore place and um blind justice this band blind justice played and that was probably one of my favorite hardcore shows i've been at you know in a while um that was back i think right after the new year so like beginning of january um lately i've been listening to a lot of grunge like listening at home i love like smashing pumpkins um i've been listening to a lot of nirvana lately so things like that in that range i've been that's kind of what i like to listen to it's a little bit more relaxing than listening to hardcore constantly or metal or thrash or something like that which I still will listen to, but that's kind of been my go-to lately. Yeah. So. I like some, like, more, like, emo kind of grunge stuff. Um, I like Cursive. I like Thursday. Um, okay. Yeah. Silverstein, All right, nice. That, that, Silverstein's more like Screamo, because they scream a lot. Yeah, yeah. Screamy pop punk, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm... One of my favorite bands of all time is a uh, title fight. So they're kind of, they fit into that realm of what you're kind of mentioning, which is, which is sick. Yep. I've heard them a little bit from my dad. He likes a uh, title fight. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Anyways. Uh, so how was it touring with a legendary band like DRI? It was like I was mentioning before, they were my first hardcore band. So I saw all, so it was kind of a very full circle moment for us. And especially me, um, I've always been a fan of them. They were like the first crossover hardcore band that I got into. Um, so getting on like a personal level with them and becoming friends with them and now super friendly with them where you know i i can go to a show and they'll you know it's like a instant remembrance and catching up and hanging out with them after the fact so i never really thought i would get to that point um but it was super cool they're super laid back dudes super nice they are super accommodating to us and everything like that um and just a good time every time after the show we'd always end up just kind of sitting there going back and forth um just talking and getting and usually end up going from 12 to 2 and then we're like all right we gotta get going now but they'd always like to talk and just keep going and honestly you take the moment for what it is and you appreciate it versus being annoyed and wanting to get out of there so 
Yeah, it was a, it was a great time though. All the shows were great on that tour that you guys saw us and met us on. Yep. Um, yeah, we we had a great time on that, and we've done it a couple of other times before, and every time has been great. They've always been awesome to us. Yep, we saw them uh, in Brooklyn on Saturday. It was really mm. cool. Um, we talked like for most of the show. Uh, we just sat outside and like talked to like uh, mainly uh, Greg uh, and nice. uh, Rob. Yep. Um, yeah, nice. Mainly inside selling merch, and it was just really hot in there. So um, oh, I can imagine. We kind of just stayed outside until it was DRI set. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, I I love Greg. I you could talk for hours with him. Um, that's awesome though. Yeah, I saw. I actually saw them the night before in New Jersey at a uh, the uh, Debonair Music Hall in Teaneck. New Jersey, which is like northern New Jersey. Nice. So that's awesome. Yep. And uh, Rob also gave me a blue Powerade because I said, uh, <laughs> I asked my mom, like, can we go inside? I'm thirsty. And he was like, yeah, you can have this Powerade. It dyed my tongue blue. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's always good with that. Yeah. Uh, there's like a running joke with all of us that there was one night he just gave one of us a Jolly Rancher. Well, so now that's kind of always the thing where it's just that when are we going to get a Jolly Rancher from Rob? And on Friday night, he gave me one. So it was it was a very funny thing I shared with the rest of the band. And we all kind of reminisced about over text. I'm gonna ask that's funny. A, I'm going to ask him for a Jolly Rancher next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, please do. That would be funny. That would yeah. be a good one. Uh, so. It'd be awesome if I got to tour with Bad Religion because they're my first... Uh, band I've ever seen live. Most likely mm. I won't because they are pretty big. Um, but yeah, but never say never. Well, never. I didn't say I didn't say never. I said probably not. Yeah, but always always be positive about it because you never know when something like that will come about or where you'll be later in life. Um, I never thought I would be doing this now, so I'm super thankful for it. But same with you. Just always keep at it. Yeah, but either way, I still love Bad Religion. They're awesome. Hell yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Yep. Uh, so what is your favorite place you've toured in? Um, so we actually, we did back in 2018, we played South America. We did two shows in South America. And those were probably the coolest shows I've played in my life. Um. And it was a whole different experience. We played La Paz, Bolivia, and that was like our show. Like we headlined that and it was a bunch of locals that played underneath us. And then we played a festival in Peru the next day in, uh, in La, uh, Lima, Lima, Peru. Oh, so. And that was with Fate's Warning and Dark, Dark Funeral. And that was crazy too. So. Yep, so both of the capital cities of uh each country. Yeah, yeah, no. They it was it was a really good time, especially Bolivia, uh La Paz. La Paz, I guess, is the second or third highest city in the world. And um it was at fourteen thousand feet above sea level and it was the altitude sickness we we all got the first day was pretty crazy, but it was a whole different world and a whole 
crazy awesome experience we all got to all got to go through yeah uh so you went to um, so you just uh flew into south america for two shows and then went back wow it's pretty cool yeah we um we got offered the festival and then um a friend of ours nick who has basically been with us since the beginning he's kind of does our facebook stuff and sort of does some managing stuff um he was convincing us to do bolivia because we have a bunch of friends down there and at first i was kind of against it because i was like it logistically won't work but we somehow made it work and it was probably the best show we played and it was definitely well worth the trip down there yeah it sounds awesome but yeah it was super sick have you guys like gone to Europe at all, at all, or just North America and South America? Just North America and South America. That's like the next goal of ours is to go over to Europe. Um, unfortunately, now we're kind of hearing that everything's super expensive over there. So I don't know when that will happen, but hopefully we can make it happen sooner than later. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so what is your favorite type of food from another country? Hmm. We also played Mexico and when we did, we did two shows in Mexico and one of the shows in Mexico, they did a, a barbecue beforehand. And I would say the authentic Mexican food they made at the venue was probably one of the best times I've had Mexican food. Like you're really not going to get better than that. Um, So I would say that would be my one of my favorites I've had out outside of the country. Yep. Um, so I went to uh, England with my dad's band. So it was a show in uh, Plymouth. It was like okay. it was a festival with like 10 bands and uh, in just a little, uh, probably 350 person venue. Um, okay. But there was like a downstairs like area and there's like this like almost backyard and they, they were, like, uh, making, like, hot dogs. And they put, I think they were vegetarian hot dogs or something. But they put, like, all the stuff on them. They were, like, I don't know, like, bacon bits, which are actually vegan. They don't have bacon in them. Um, wow. They, there was, like, mustard. There was so much random stuff. It was crazy. So, But some combinations were, like, actually really good. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You've been you, you've been a, a world traveler too, basically. What what would you say your favorite uh, food from outside of the country was? Was it that or something uh, else? Let's think. So, reindeer was cool in Norway, but it wasn't like the it was it was good, but it wasn't like amazing. Um, let's see what did I have? Um. I mean, so this is food from another country, but it's not outside the country. I had really good uh, paneer tikka masala in uh, Manhattan. Okay, okay. Yep, that was... Yeah, no, that's awesome. So I think... Does that count? I think it counts. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's outside of your state, so we'll, we'll count that. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, so what was your favorite TV show and movie when you were my age? 
Hmm. I loved Happy Gilmore as a kid. And Adam Sandler was like one of my favorites when, when I was younger. I was super into comedies and stuff like that. And Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Airheads, all those movies were like what I would go to and watch as a kid. But I would say Happy Gilmore was my top. Yep. Uh, so we were talking, you know the movie Big Daddy? That, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that, because that has Adam Sandler in the car. And, like, we were talking about that one clip, loose skin, old balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. What What's your favorite movie at this point right now? Um, what have I watched recently? Um, Rock and Roll High School is pretty good. Okay. City, that's a good um, that's movie. a good one. They're both like music related, that's funny. Um, yeah, yeah, probably Detroit Rock City, that's a really good movie. Nice, nice, yeah, no, I, I love that movie as a kid too, actually. So that's awesome. Yep. So if you had to wear uh, like uh, one band's t shirt for the rest of your life, uh, what bands would what band would it be? And it can't be your band. Mm, I, I I hate wearing my band shirt, so that's that's out of cards. Um, so I have I have a Power Trip shirt, and it's a it's a Kool Aid rip, and it's a We Trippy Main, and I love that shirt. So I would probably wear that my whole life, but it's all dry rotted right now, and it's kind of on its way to being not a shirt anymore. So. Don't know if I could realistically wear that, but if I could, I would. I mean, you can get as many shirts or just clothing from uh, that band that you want. Like, okay, so yeah, I would say Power Trip then, because I, like I said before, they're they're one of they're my favorite, so yep. I would I might, be wearing that. Yeah, I might pick uh, Municipal Waste because their shirts are so graphic and they're awesome. Like, hell yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that too. They're they're like they got some of the best shirts going right now too. Yep. Uh speaking of t shirts, who whose idea was the silly grimace shirt? <laughs> oh, so I'm I'm glad you're wearing that. Uh I it it was my idea. Um I work at a print shop, so we basically print all our own merch and we played like a festival one off thing right at the end of the whole grimace thing so i was kind of like yep. let's try to let's try to maybe ride that if we could and we definitely tried to ride that well i had two girl shakes because when we got them okay we had to drive like 20 minutes away because the ones mm. we had to drive out of our state into maryland good thing <laughs> Delaware is small like the one in middletown uh to where we are it was the McDonald's didn't have it. Uh, I think we called the Blasco one. They didn't have it. We called Smyrna. They didn't have it. Um, so we had to drive all the way to Maryland. Damn. Yeah, I, I I am a poser with it, and I actually never had one. So I can't. I will admit it. Did not have a milkshake, but we did do the shirt. You'd so. probably find it somewhere on eBay for like $100. <laughs> Yeah, maybe if they they froze it and and selling it, I 
maybe I'll maybe I'll look into it after we're we're done and I'll I'll, I'll scour scour uh, eBay for a little bit. Uh, the reason I drank two is because my mom didn't really like hers, so I just got to drink two of them. Nice, nice. You got the double whammy there. Really- have you ever had like mixed berry yogurt? That's what I heard. It was it was kind of like it tastes like that, but like milkshake. Nice, and nice. Also a lot sweeter. Nice, and I'm I'm glad you're still here. You didn't you didn't get you didn't get killed by a grimace. I like I started like seeing things. I like almost I was like, <laughs> like yeah yeah. It was scary, like. No, I'm I'm glad you're here. I'm glad yeah. you're you're still rocking. I don't, I don't think you should get it. Like anyone watching the Grimace Shake is scary. I almost died. Don't get it. I That's why I didn't. Yeah, and Grimace appeared <laughs> in my closet. No, not good, not good. So, if you could tell your 11 year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Hmm. Tell them, be a little smarter in school. Try to try a little harder in school. It'll be okay. Um, and just keep doing what you want to do. I th- I think I'm pretty happy with what I, I've done so far. And I've kind of done what I wanted to do and not really kind of fallen into like doing what other people want me to do or whatever. So... I would probably tell myself to just kind of keep at doing what you want to do. Yep. So, uh, anything to add before we wrap it up? No, I, th- I, I think that's really it. I mean, we're like I like I said before, we're we're in the process of writing. So, hopefully, in the next year, we could have a full length out. So, I would say be on the lookout for that. And in the meantime, just I guess. Check us out on Spotify, follow us on Instagram and all that. And, yep. and that's really it. Support your support your local scene. Yep. Uh, I'll make sure to look on Instagram for uh, new, like, uh, if there's anything, any new albums stuff. Of course. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. So, well, yeah, thanks to John for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching and listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week, bye! See ya.